Welcome to Welcome the Gun Show. I'm joined by Garrett. Hey, everybody. And Tarek. What, what in the butt? <laughs> I had a feeling that one was coming. <laughs> it, it, it took him some time to uh, come up with that greeting. Um, if you're not sure what he's on about, just YouTube that exact term. Um, good luck. You're going to need it. Uh, you're going to need it. You're going to need it. The good luck, not the whole video. <laughs> <laughs> what we're what going in the butt what what sorry don't 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 watch the south park one what's what's the original it's spectacular <laughs> yeah um moving swiftly along from that one uh this week we're gonna talk about uh how to be a good student and we'll see how much of a show we can make out of the uh the very short app description that there is for uh how to be a good student but before we get into that, we'd like to thank Zero Mike Bullets, the uh, proud sponsor of the show. You guys know the drill. Websites up. Bullets are available, multiple different calibers, multiple different weights in some of those calibers. Uh, get your orders in. The Area Four champs for Ipsic have been moved out to end of October, I believe. So you have a little bit of time to get some more training in, and obviously buy enough bullets so you can load all the ammo that you need for that match. Uh, next thing, thanks to all the guys who have been doing the drill of the month. Uh, keep it coming, guys. Uh, and again, thanks to Zero Mike for sponsoring a thousand bullets of your choice, should you be the lucky winner at the end of the uh, drill of the month draw. Right? Uh, Flatback Alpha for the uh, target stand and the swinger that they've thrown in. And then shooting stuff for the uh, offer of going to their range for 15 minutes, target included, timer available if you need it. Quick in and out, shoot the drill of the month. Uh, fantastic offer. Thanks, guys. And then special thanks to, because I keep forgetting to mention these, I've written them down this time, to DVC Technologies, Gaz. Uh, Gaz does a lot of good stuff for the show. And uh, obviously, Gaz makes a lot of interesting and exciting products for the uh, firearms world. So, dvctech.co.za, uh, be sure to visit his website and look at the product that he's got. Uh, or DVC Technologies on Facebook. We'll be linked in the show notes. Send nudes is not a discount code. Mm. That's not that's not a discount code. No, and please don't send those again. Um, Terry, you know who last. you are. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, not not least, but last, uh, guns at work. Thank you very much, Andre. Uh, Andre made sure that the uh, Welcome to Gun Show logo will be on the team shirt for the level four. We really appreciate your support. Obviously, everything you do for uh, for Gaz as a as a standalone chooser. Thanks. And then um, Nexus Pro, 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 Nexus Pro. Okay, 97 to go, T. It's like the never-ending 97, man. Thanks, Lance and Dan. Great guys. As we mentioned in the previous show, if you... I would. If you need to get uh, a hold of them or uh, discuss their products, etc., you can contact T directly and uh, he'll be able to get information and uh, route you along to the correct parties or whatever you need. Um, cool stuff. Very last thing before we move into the actual show, luckily tonight's uh, admin section appears to be quite short. The submission period for objections to the new firearms bill or proposed firearms bill has been extended by 21 working days from the fifth when that was the original end period. 
So you guys figure out when that 21 working days end because like figuring out working days is difficult. If you haven't submitted feedback yet, be sure to do it. You would have missed the original period. So please stop slacking. And if you uh, have then, submitted, sorry. No, no that's what I was going to say. A whole lot of docs have finally been released much to um, the secretariat's uh, attempts to resist, um, including the famous Fitz report, which sort of appears to to indicate 180 degrees to what the, the secretariat and Gunfrey in South Africa have been claiming about it for the years that they've been hiding it from us. So make reference to that. Make reference to the fact that apparently, according to um, the secretariat, there are zero restricted firearms licensed under Section 16 in South Africa. So none of you who own ARs, semi-auto shotguns, PCCs, or any other restricted firearms actually own them. Fun fact. Hmm. It's fantastic. Um, I mean, so I would never have to hand my AR in because I don't own one according to them. Hmm. This is where I want to make a joke about boating accidents, but I'll have to <laughs> if I do. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll not go there. I have uh, actually been on a boat with a restricted firearm, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I left with the restricted firearm. We didn't lose it. We're we're going to um, start not an OnlyFans because that would be too restrictive, but we're going to start a, a Patreon page, Patreon page, uh, where we will release some bonus content. One of those things will be from the Magload episode. We had to cut a section that's highly sort of controversial, and we had to take it out to save some people. Uh, and the other part will be Tarek on a boat with a restricted firearm. Uh, <laughs> we may even, and this just occurred to me, we may even be able to post the nude that Terry got. Oh, without <laughs> it's part a of last week's request. <laughs> uh, when it was sent to me, there were no provisos and not, about not sharing it. So to the person who sent that vile, I mean, that, that, that I don't judge, nor do I king shame. That picture. <laughs> be ready to be exposed <laughs> again. <laughs> Moving along very swiftly before I like vomit in my whiskey glass. Um, <laughs> T-Bag, you've been yes. teaching for, uh, I don't know, a day or two, right? Maybe even a week. Maybe even a week. You've also attended some training in that that week, right? Once or twice. Once or twice. Mr. Evans, you ever attend a training in the uh, sort of three days that you've been shooting? Just a little bit. Just a bit. Once or twice. Yeah. And, and, and you, so, Corn? I've yeah. only been shooting for a day, so, you know, there wasn't much time, but I've attended some courses in that time. That's <laughs> 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 I mean, they were very short. <laughs> I think most of them asked me to leave, which I think is the the, the topic of this show. Um, so I don't think that any sort of prep happened for this. So this is just going to be a shit-talking show as it usually is on the show. Um, Have we ever done prep for a show? There was that one time, but I think we lost the recording, right? That one yeah, time maybe. in band camp? <laughs> yes, duck, uh, Squib hammer in his what? <laughs> what? 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 
What? What? In the butt. What? What? It, sorry. All, all three so of bad. our subscribers just unsubscribed. Dvac, <laughs> uh, any specific things that stand out to you in the sort of many, 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 many years of uh, of teaching that you've done? Um, yes, he's old as balls. Not quite as old as the balls you received the other day, I don't think, but actually the same age. <laughs> but I oh, just, those were yours. No, no, no. I just <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, Should we maybe tell everyone what the topic is before we go? I did. I, I I told them how, how to be a good student. Oh, I probably wasn't listening. I don't think you were. Uh, is there anything that stands out to you as sort of something that makes a good student or something that makes a not good student? Um, lots. So <laughs> tell us about those. <laughs> we can we can sort of divide this into a, a sort of do's and don'ts list and uh, let's let's start with the don'ts so that we can end on the positive do's uh, and and some of the biggest ones are don't go to a class to show the instructor or all the other students how good you are and how much you know um, if fairly, from time to time you get guys who'll go in a car, class or spend a reasonable amount of money to take zero notice of what the instructor is telling them um, and to do shit the way they've always done it previously, uh, which kind of defeats the object of going in a class. Um, and, you know, th those guys can be sort of disruptive uh, because, you know, you the instructors now, you know, d does the instructor just go, well, I'm going to put you in there. And I've said to Oaks, I'll put you in the corner there and you do, as long as you're safe, you do you, boo. Um or, or does he try and, you know, he or she, the instructor shouldn't active, you know, shouldn't be fighting to teach, to teach you. So if you're going to go on a course, do the things that you're getting taught on that course, the way you're getting taught them on the course that day. Uh, and, and that can be really challenging for a lot of people, um, especially if you've got a reasonable amount of experience doing something and, then someone wants you to do things differently. But the reason you're on the course is to learn some. Um, the thing you learn might be that that particular technique doesn't work 100% for you or doesn't work better for you than the way you have done it historically. But the thing you might learn may very well be that you didn't know quite as much as you did and that's why you're the person on the course and not the person teaching the course. Um, and related to that, don't try it the instructor's way once and go, oh, this is cuck, it doesn't feel nice or whatever, and then go back to whatever you're doing. Uh, you're, you're on the course for a reason, one would assume. And, and we're not talking about doing your proficiency training. Um, if, if you've gone on, on training to learn something, you've hopefully done a little bit of research and decided that this person that you're paying money to learn from is at least vaguely clueful. Um, so what you want to be doing is you want to be trying to learn from them what you can by by doing the things they're teaching you to do and not by just doing what you do all the time because you can do that at your own range for free. So uh, my rule has been, I don't think since my very first course that wasn't proficiency, but I think following that course has been, I do what the instructor requests of me as long as it's not dangerous. So yeah. as long as I don't think it's idiotic, from a safety perspective, right there and then, yeah, I will do whatever the instructor uh, sort of requests me to do. And 
interestingly, I'm thinking of Albert's course specifically, I did a Albert's Fundamentals sometime end of last year. Um, sports shooting specific, not not sort of carry gun skills, so outside waistband holsters and competition rigs and stuff. Because of the sort of mix of students he had and because of his fundamentals class, one of the things he had people do was do sort of draws and steps. Mm. So get your hand to the gun, pause, get gun out holster, pause, rotate gun, marry hand together, pause, extend, pause, shoot. Do you know how difficult that was for me to do? I, I, I could not, like, <laughs> it took a lot of effort for me to do that. But you know what? I learned some things that I had forgotten about. Um, so it wasn't new to me, but it's things that I haven't, I haven't thought of or looked at in such a long time that being forced to do something that I wouldn't do on my own was great for learning. Um, and it's also interesting how you can stick things together into a process to the point where you forget about the individual steps, which is a really good thing, but to the point where you can no longer really do the individual steps. Um, kind of interesting. So if I went there and I was just like, fuck you, dude, I'm not doing this. I, I know how to draw a gun. Um, I would one, be disruptive to his class. And two, I wouldn't have been able to observe some of the things that I, I noticed things like gun comes out as I marry my hands and like the barrel is pointed off for me to the left of the target. Like it's not facing the target. It's like that. And then as I marry my hands, it, rotate into the stuff that can be fixed. Yeah. Exactly. Stuff that can be fixed that I would never have noticed because my draw is not the fastest draw in the world, but it's, it's quick enough that I don't notice that. Um, yeah. Something that's related to that. And it's unfortunately often the root of this problem or the root of the problem that happens here is um, virgin love is a real thing in the training industry. Someone does a course with an instructor and it's their first course and it's their first instructor and he becomes the guru and everything he teaches or she teaches is gospel and anything different to that must be blasphemy. Um, and the reality is with a hell of a lot of what we do, there isn't necessarily the way it's a way. Um, there, there are some things that are, are more universal, um, you know, basic gun safety being one of them. Uh, there are some things that, there might be some things that I, as an individual, feel quite quite strongly, this is the way I, I teach it. Um, there are some things I'm quite happy for you to do various ways. There's some things I want you to do in particular ways. And it's not necessarily that my particular way is the only way or, or, or necessarily the best way. But it might be the best way for what I'm going to teach you next. Or it might be the best way for for something related to it. Um, so that's something to bear in mind. It, you may have been taught to do things in a certain way. And you go on a course with another instructor and he or she says, I want you to do it in a different way. You, you may discover that that different way is actually better for you. It may be faster. It might be more, um, more reliable. Uh, it, you know, it, There's a myriad of, of things that could happen. Um, it, may, it may work as well as your current technique, it, it may not work as well for you. You're not going to know unless you give that a proper try. Uh, and what what can happen is you, you, you refuse to do it that way, and then the next technique that the instructor teaches you is somehow related to that. 
Um, but now you can't do that that because you haven't done the first thing. And then the next thing layers off from that and you can't do either of those things because you refuse to do the first thing because your, your, you know, your sensei told you in your first class um, that, that this is how things are done. So have a bit of an open mind. Um, you know, you, you're there to learn. Um, so, so learn, try, try new things, try different things, try, uh, I've, I've got a course was tried at the instructor's way. And at the end of the day, gone, I can see the value to this technique. Um, it doesn't work for me. Uh, I was doing a course with a, a, a well-known USPSA grandmaster, really high end shooter. He gripped in a particular way. I can see, and I know some really good shooters who grip that way. That grip doesn't work for me. Um, what doesn't, it doesn't offer any measurable improvement over what I'm I'm currently doing, and was slightly detrimental. So that doesn't make it a bad technique because the dude's a better shooter than me. Um, it doesn't make it a bad technique because it's a technique that works for some people. It, what it it meant was that it wasn't the ideal technique for me, but I gave it a proper try. Um, and 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 ran it for the duration of the course to see if if repetition improved it. Uh, there's no point writing it off after after trying it once. Um, by the same token, if at the end of the whatever time period, the, the, you you you're not even seeing a glimmer of a benefit, and and your existing technique is working well, not it works for me. Is that an airplane going over UT? It's not here. Not me. Yeah, it sounds like it's here. I think you're being invaded. Yeah. I mean, there's no airports here. I mean, yours looks more like sort of flat cannon minder, so <laughs> you're in good. I are here with a D60 as well. Um, <coughs> yeah, moving swiftly along. <coughs> so... Yeah, you you know you, you may find that that your technique works better. Make sure that that's once again based on um, not just comfortable but measurably better. As we've said before about what the timer and the target tell you. So if if this new technique means that you're faster and more accurate, but it doesn't feel nice, guess what? After a while, it'll start to feel nice. Gaz, exactly. anything to add? So uh, the only thing that I would sort of add is that if you're going to a course, you're obviously in a position of wanting to learn something. And if you go there and you basically refuse the information that someone has taken the time to give you, um, the biggest problem there is that you're not actually frustrating the instructor or the, the person training you. You're actually wasting all of the other guys in that class's time as well because you're soaking up you, you could potentially be soaking up quite a lot of that instructor's time due to your stubbornness in terms of wanting to learn and listen to the information that's being presented to you. So I'd like to add to that, Gaz. I think it sort of dovetails into resisting learning um, for different reasons, though. And you're talking about guys who go there going, I know better and I will not do it your way. Yeah. I've also seen in classes, the class joker, who, who isn't going, well, I won't do it your way because mine's better. They just take nothing seriously. 
Yes. So there is there, there's almost no effort put into performing the actions as requested, um, which is fine if you're just in disrupting yourself. I mean, it's going to be frustrating for the instructor, but it's, if you're just disrupting yourself, that's whatever. Do your thing. But if you're doing like weird shit, like occasionally I shoot the student next to me's target or like, no, T, you're the instructor. You don't count. (laughs) (laughs) But I I have literally seen dudes be so disruptive through clownery that the rest of the students can't concentrate. Yeah. Um, Which is an absolute no-no in my books. Um, Mm. Fun is fun and is good, but when we're on the line, we're learning and we're doing learning things. We're not doing clown things. Now, drug side, if you want to be a comic, <laughs> go find a club that has an open mic night. Um, don't don't make people spend a whole lot of their money and time to what you oftentimes not be as funny as you think you are. Related to that as well, no part of the course is beneath you. Um, and no instru- and you aren't better than any instruction. I uh, you you may think you're super experienced, and the the instructor might do a safety brief, and you might think you know it. Shut your fucking mouth and open your ears and pay attention. Um, and I'll tell you what. What's interesting with this is I, I have a thing that every class starts with 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 a discussion on safety rules, and if it's multi day class, we'll discuss the safety rules at the beginning of every day. The better shooters, the more experienced shooters, the dudes who know it pay attention. The dudes who don't pay attention are the guys who are at that, I've done this for a little bit of time and think I know a hell of a lot more than I do know. Uh, And they're oftentimes the guys who make stupid mistakes. So that's something you need to to bear in mind. You're there for the whole course. um, And and generally with, with any reasonable instructor, any decent instructor, there is there is method to to the way the course is presented. There's method, and and there's different ways. There's there's different philosophies, and and once again, it's not that any of them are particularly well. Some of them are wrong, um, but if it's a decent instructor, they may have different philosophies, but they may do it in different ways. Um, you you need to go along for the ride, um, and and not stand there kind of fucking around because you know this bit that he's showing you. Um, because once again, it's disrespectful to the instructor. It's disrespectful to yourself. You've paid for that. And most importantly, it's disrespectful to the other people on the line who the, who may now not be getting the instructor's attention while he has to worry about you, you know, not not paying attention and, and he or she is now worrying about what stupid shit you're going to do later because you, you weren't engaged. Make sense? It does make sense. There's a... It's quite interesting to see how different instructors teach the same concept. Um, they don't always teach it to the same end, but it's interesting to see guys going, you know, shoot a one hole group, shoot a ragged hole at three meters. Uh, and it's, it's one interesting, the way that they explain the process of getting that done. And it's too interesting to see their reactions to the attempts made by their students. Uh, because some people take it super seriously. And if I have to stand on this line for 15 fucking minutes shooting a five-round group, I'm going to shoot a five-round group in 15 minutes. And you have dudes who are shooting like it's a bold roll. <laughs> you know, that sort of sort of pace. Um, the only way that you're, you're going to have to attend some classes with various instructors to start getting this, but 
the only way that you're going to truly understand the different approaches and which one really works for you is by paying attention to what they say when they're teaching that technique, even if you think you know the technique, uh, what they say to students on the line, not specifically you, but other students on the line based on what they're doing um, and sort of their reaction to fuckery. Uh, no, dude's just literally not taking it seriously. Uh, but to be able to pick up on that stuff, you have to be a good student who who is engaged when you're on the line. Understand that, that training days can be very long and not everyone is range fit to the point where they can be on the line for eight hours in a day or the majority of eight hours in a day and not get tired and be able to fully focus. It's I mean, I can't do that for eight hours a day, uh, be fully engaged. But at least trying is going to get you so much more out of the course. And if you have to step off the line for a couple of minutes, obviously clear up with the instructor, but step off the line for a couple of minutes, have a drink of water, sit down for a couple of minutes and then step back on the line so you can be serious. So good, good. We're, we're sort of on the don'ts section, but tip, good student. If you need a couple of minutes break, put up your hand at a sensible point in time in the course. So not in the middle of teaching a technique and go, Mr. Instructor, can I please have three minutes? Um, I'm having difficulty focusing or whatever, and they'll give it to you uh, because they'd rather have you engaged, paying attention and doing the stuff than have you drift off into nowhere. Oh, that's a good point. Um, the next thing, and, and this is one that, that happens quite often on courses and, and is exceptionally frustrating, and it's kind of related to the comedy comment, commenters earlier. If you want to teach and you want to be an instructor, hang your shingle out, get people to pay you money and come do classes with you or give them classes for free, whatever the fuck floats your boat. If you want to teach, host your own classes. Um, if you if you want to kind of teach a little bit, find another instructor, ask them if you can AI for them. You do not pay money, go on courses, and then try and tell everyone how clever you are uh, because it's exceptionally frustrating for the instructor, especially when you start sort of disagreeing and sharpshooting their comments. Um, you know, instructor might say, I recommend X and you go, oh, but if you get the right Y, well, you may find that the instructor said, I recommend X because in his experience, 98% of the time people buy, don't buy the right Y, they buy, buy the wrong Y. So it's really important to understand, and this is, this is not as, this is not supposed to be quite as rude as it sounds, but understand your place. You you were there as a as a as a as a paid client. Um, you, you're a client. You deserve the instructor's respect. You deserve to get you know the time and that that you've paid for. But you don't deserve to try and teach the class. You don't deserve to try and one up the instructor. Or um, you know, I, I've been on courses with instructors who said things that I severely disagreed with, um, and I shut my mouth. Um, I've also been on, you know, there's times you may find that the, the point you're going to make, the instructor was working to, um, and your desire to show everyone how clever you are has kind of fucks with the flow of things. So as I say, you are there as a student, which means that you should be listening substantially more than you're talking. Uh, if if don't Don't start trying to lecture the people around you about the things you know or what you know, you learned on another course or, or what the internet told you or what the fuck ever else. Um, you know, the, there's a time and a place for that, and that's generally called the internet. Um, 
but if you're on a if you're on a course with an instructor and the people around you have not paid you to learn from you um and they didn't come hoping to see the billy bob show um they came hoping to see the adrian show or the albert show or the me show or whatever um so understand why you're there and stay out the way um and that's not to say don't get your money's worth it, it's the opposite in fact but don't don't interfere with other people getting their money's worth um and you don't need to show the instructor how clever you are. I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. The instructor will spot very quickly if you're good or not. And you don't have to tell them. They'll be able to look at you and go, that dude's got some skills. That chick over there, she knows what she's doing. It's not based on how much you told them you know. It's based on, on what the target tells you what they see with the gun. So if you want to impress them, and I don't understand why people want to impress instructors, but it happens. If you want to impress them, Impress them by doing what they taught, taught you how to do well, not by trying to take over their class and oftentimes talking to shit because it's also, it's uncomfortable for you and it's uncomfortable for the instructor and it's uncomfortable for the rest of the group when he has to say, dude, shut up and stop going on about that, you, you know, or, or, or has to go, you're wrong and, and break it down and, and repeatedly go, you're wrong and break it down because then it starts also looking like, they're, they're kind of sniping at you. Um, so you, you want to show everyone how clever you are and the instructor's having to constantly go, no, that's not fucking how it works because X, Y, and Z. Yes, people have learned out of, out, out of a negative model there, but it also makes the instructor look like he's got a bit of a hard-on for you. Um, and that's that's not beneficial for anyone on the class. So understand what your role is there. Your role is there as a receiver. Um, it's to receive as much information as possible. And, and this will probably get to the next point I was going to make, but, but let me just keep talking now because I like the sound of my own voice. That's not to say don't be engaged um, because related to that, and sorry, we'll circle back to this, guys. Related to that, it's really frustrating when, when people are not engaged. It's really difficult to teach an empty class. It's really difficult to, to teach when a bunch of people kind of stand there, not engaged, not doing anything. So if... If you have a question, and this is something I say on every course, if you have a question, ask the question. Um, we've all heard how there's no such thing as a stupid question. There really are some fucking stupid questions. I ask them all the time. But as a general rule, um, your question is going to be valid. Even if it seems obvious, the fact that you didn't understand it, you've paid money, get it clarified. Uh, and what I say to people all the time as well is, there are almost definitely at least one or two other people on that line with the same question as you who don't have the who who don't have it in them to open their mouth in front of in front of a group so you are doing everyone a favor by asking the question by clarifying by making sure you understand it is your time you are there you've paid for the time you've paid for the training it is your opportunity to to take from that and that means asking the questions. It's being engaged. You know, one of the things, I have a, a thing I always joke about in class that if I ask opinions, it's Australia. Everyone has to vote. Um, so if I, if I say, can we do X or Y, yes or no, everyone has to take a guess. And guess what? If you get it wrong, often it's because I expected you to get it wrong. Um, and that's why we ask the question. But I want you to be engaged. And, and, and I'll tell you now, I don't know an instructor who doesn't want you to be engaged. Uh, 
it's much easier for them to teach you if, if you are actively listening as opposed to there. Um, and you're going to pick up substantially more information if you're actively listening, if, if you're taking part. Communication is a two-way street. It's not just someone talking at you. Um, I'm not a big fan of that. You know, I, I've always tried to consider myself a teacher, not an instructor. I want, I, I want to teach things. I, I don't want to stand in line and go, okay, now we're going to do X. Excellent. Now we're going to do X a second time. Um, but for, for that sort of teaching thing to work properly, you, you need to be engaged. You as the student needs to be actively taking part in what we're doing. That doesn't mean singing and dancing and tell everyone how clever you are, but it means paying attention. It means going, I don't understand what you're saying, or that's, that's very different to what I've heard before. Um, you're not disrespecting an instructor by asking them questions. Uh, and if their ego is battered, and this is, as I say, this is not a contradiction to what I said earlier. Um, if, if their ego is hurt because you asked them a question and said, you know, if, if you're going to snipe them on everything they say, we, we're getting into what we discussed earlier. But if you go, that's really weird. You're saying X, and I've always been told the opposite. Um, that's a valid question. Uh, you know, dude's saying to you, if, if you're in a defensive shooting, you need to be getting a sight picture. And you're going, but, but shit, like my grandfather and the dude in the gun shop and the weirdo on YouTube all told me that I need to learn instinctive shooting. And now you're saying I must use my sights. Wouldn't most of us consider that a valid discussion point? That's not you going, well, it, it's a valid opportunity to go, but, but why, you know, why are you saying the opposite of everyone else? And especially if it's something, the other way around, where everyone, you know, where the, the common consensus is keep your finger off the trigger, and the instructor says keep your finger on the trigger, A, fucking run away. Um, but B, why? Why is this, why is this person swimming upstream? Um, sometimes, sometimes in life, the person swimming upstream is a radical genius who has found something no one else has found before. At 95% of the time, they're a clueless fuck who's being difficult. Um, part of being a good student is working out which one of those two you're dealing with. Which is why you shouldn't take everything as, uh, as gospel. Um, question everything. And why? You're, you're, yeah, your response <laughs> to that should be why. <laughs> um, don't be obnoxious about it, but uh, especially when you're starting out, Try and question everything because there is a lot that that seems sensible on first sort of presentation, which with a little bit of experience you learn is perhaps not the wisest way of going about things. Uh, the instinct of shooting versus using your sight as an example. It, it seems sort of, at first sort of presentation, it seems reasonable that if I can just swing my arms in that direction, I'm going to be faster than a dude who's using their sights. But the reality is the dudes who've learned how to use their sights are generally faster than you are not using your sights, mostly because they're putting in work. But and They're often them. faster than they are not using their sights either. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, makeups are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, related to that, if... You know, you, you've probably signed up the course by, for the course by email or WhatsApp or, or, or whatever sort of thing. So if if a question occurs to you a day or two later or, or doesn't make sense, 
contact the dude and say, like, I've I've been struggling with this since since we discussed it on Saturday. Um, you know, that's you're unlikely to get ignored, or you're unlikely to get told to fuck off. Um, you know, if if you've got a and and I'm going to sort of expand on this a little bit. If there was something in the course that was like, as I say, if it's unsafe, I wouldn't have an issue with packing my shit and going home. Um, you know, if it's something, if it's something that that's not unsafe, it's just something that that fundamentally you're struggling with, um, sort of philosophically. So, so the instructor's taught something, and and you cannot get your head around it, and you don't want to stand in the middle of the class arguing with them, or, or they've turned around and I've done this with the guys and go, we can chat about this later. I need to carry on doing what I'm doing, um, and and don't take that as as personal because. I know for myself, I mean, I, I give people shit all the time, but generally the more shit I give you, it's because I like you. Uh, except for Gunnar, I don't like him. Um, <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> I love him. Uh, <laughs> oh, whiskey came out his nose. Uh, luckily it was water, so no loss. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, it, 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 if, if the instructors turned around and go, like, Dude, enough is enough. It might just be that your personality type is you want to keep discussing this and, and you, you've taken 15 minutes of the five minutes allocated for this and you need to get on to something else. Don't take it personally. But also, don't be scared to go up to them during a break and say, dude, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not arguing for the sake of arguing. I don't understand this. Um, and you may find that, that they, they can explain it to you in a sort of, in, in a one-on-one manner, or you might find it's a case of you're not necessarily wrong, but the concept you're work, you're working on isn't isn't ideal for for the level of the group, or isn't generally ideal. It may work for you because you're gas, not a normal human shooter, or whatever. Um, but don't be scared to take that opportunity. But offline, um, don't try and turn this into a chest thumping argument because. Instructors got the microphone, um, and if they're any good, they'll they will be able to shut you up. And they not that they want to shut you up, but there's times where they may have to. Um, rather, give an opportunity to go during a break and go, like, can you help me get my head around this? Because it might just be that I've I've had guys in class half the day they cannot get their head around something, and then all of a sudden at fucking three o'clock everything clicks, and the dude just turns into fucking RoboCop. Um, that sort of thing happens, but. It it's it doesn't help getting wound up about it and 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 trying to win the debate with the instructor in front of the, the rest of their students because it's it's going to make you like it look like a dick to the rest of the the students who are going well sunshine I didn't pay money to listen to you talk um, and it's not going to get you anywhere if that makes sense that does Mr Evans no that that all makes sense and I don't think I would have anything more to put onto onto what you guys have said about it. So now I have a question for you. Okay. Is there something that stands out to you as something that makes someone a uh, a good student? So when we start looking at sort of the good student side of things, and this is basically from a perspective of the classes that I've participated in. Um, it's the guys who, like Terek said, who are actively involved. They're listening. They're getting. They're taking notes. Um, 
they're spending the time listening to the instructor and when the opportunity presents itself either by the instructor or the teacher sort of ending that sort of specific technique or idea that they're teaching they'll ask the question then so it's those sort of guys that are involved in the class they'll also work with you alongside you you can discuss things with them they're not just standing to one side and obviously they're not doing all the other things that are are frustrating to the students within that class and the instructor makes sense so one of the i'm sort of hopping between good and bad um, i've been as well and, don't worry and not not necessarily bad but sort of less than bad optimal. bad yeah like like mm. sheep in australia <laughs> bad to the bone no, uh, no. What, sorry one of the things that sort of stood out to me in the sort of number of years that i've been taking classes is one the number of late arrivals to class mm which either delays starting or causes a repeat of introductory information that is, I don't want to say not valuable because that's not true, but uh, we just spent 25 minutes talking about safety and we're now restarting a 25 minute talk on safety because you were late. Um, it's not a bad thing having a second talk about safety, but you can understand that it would be frustrating for both the instructor and or the teacher and the students. Uh, where you know we, we just went through this we've just gotten our heads around it and now we have to you know, we're having to start again because that's not something you can skip you can't go well fuck he was half an hour late um let's just roll straight into it and we hope billy bob over here knows you know something about safety uh, usually they don't um so late arrivals and then the second one which i think is probably more problematic for the the teachers in general but can be problem problematic for the other students too is last minute cancellations where the do everyone shows up at the range you wait 15 minutes because there's this one dude who hasn't shown up and then you get a message going sorry i'm not coming or perhaps you only get that message at lunchtime right or you get it the evening before and you end up with i mean classes are better with more students up, up to some sensible limit. Like you can't have one instructor running a hundred students. Okay, that's not going to work. But a class with, let's say eight students is going to be more beneficial for everyone than a class with two students. Yep. Mostly because you're getting a variety of different skill sets. You're getting a variety of sort of different skill levels and you're going to get a variety of different questions and interpretations of the material, which is good. Um, you're also going to see usually a wider variety of sort of struggles or failure on the student's part, which will then give the instructor something to sort of zone in on. And everyone else, if you pay attention, you listen to what he's telling that particular student, will teach you some things, even if you aren't specifically struggling with it. Right now, it doesn't mean that you won't struggle with that in the future, but he's going to there will be sort of key bits of information that you can take from that, that aid and sort of speed up your, your learning and your understanding of, of the skill. If it's a two student class, well, that gets a lot more difficult and uh, it just doesn't have the same flow as a slightly bigger class. Um, I don't know what your experience is with sort of last minute cancellations and late arrivals, but I found them to be immensely frustrating yeah. in, it's annoying um, 
last minute cans and, and just as a side thing if 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 the course said we need a minimum of eight people to happen and then you don't pitch don't expect your money back um you know it was the, the course may have happened because you were the eighth person um if you're very nice, you might get a spot in later course, but don't expect a refund if you just decided not to go. Um, I I don't like doing private tuition. Um, a lot I have people all the time go, oh, I want private training. And I'll be honest, I don't like it. I don't think you learn as much. Uh, it's it's harder for you to be actively engaged. And, and this is one of the, the range fit thing Corn mentioned earlier. I'm I'm fat and unfit, but I can stand the whole day because I do it all the time. Um, I can also stay engaged the whole day because it's one of the things I do, weirdly enough. Um, and because there's not much engaged, ninety five percent of my brain's thinking about spiders and boobs. Um, but spider boobs. <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. I don't know how I feel. Uh, it's be a challenging wank. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you know it, it's it's really challenging <laughs> we've broken corn yeah, corn's it, done <laughs> it, it can be really challenging for you as a student to 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 be engaged actively engaged at active listening for a whole day if you're the only person there um and you don't have the experience of others to learn on i i i would much rather pitch up in a course and and as a student and there were eight of us and there were two of us uh, rather that there were eight of us and that there were only two of us because you get that other people's experiences. You get other people making mistakes you haven't made yet. You get other people asking questions that haven't occurred to you. Um, so th there's a lot of benefit to having to having people there. Uh, and related to that, and, and I think this is something as well, come prepared. Uh, generally, you'll be told, given at least a rough idea of what to bring. Um, so if the course you know, specifies you need a holster and a mag pouch, try and pitch up with a holster and a mag pouch. Um, if you're going to be outdoors all day uh, and and you, okay, so most of our listeners are in South Africa. Um, we, we have a thing called weather here, not as much as a lot of countries, but we do have some weather. Um, if, if you're doing a course on an outdoor range in summer, bring fucking water and sunscreen. And uh, rain jackets. Sorry? And rain jackets. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, occasionally guys kind of pitch up and, and like everyone's having a drink and they're kind of looking around. Um, now, some ranges will, will sell drinks, some won't. Some weirdly will sell Coke and not water, which is not ideal if you're going to be spending the whole day in the sun. Um, but as, as an adult human being, if you know you're going to be outdoors for the whole day in the sun, it's probably a good idea to make sure at the very least you have some water and you have some sunscreen and you have a hat. Um, so don't be, don't be the person who pitches up and is then trying to beg and plead, you know, other people to give them their water or loan them hearing protection. I understand mistakes happen, but, but try and be prepared, try and, and, and if you don't know what is required on the day, ask the instructor. Uh, and if they aren't generally say, you know, you'll need X, Y, Z and, and normal range gear, meaning eyes, ears, that sort of thing. If you don't understand what I mean, fucking say, dude, I don't know what that means. Must I bring X? Um, but don't be scared to ask before you get there and, and then try and pitch up prepared. Uh, and related to that, don't pitch up with three hours sleep and the mother of all hangovers uh, because you're now a 
That's the instructor's job. Exactly. Because <laughs> we're professionals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cornelius is letting out secrets of the trade. Um, no, but you know, it, 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 it's frustrating for, for, for everyone. And, and it's a safety concern. You know, you, you, you obviously if you pitch up still pissed, you're going to get sent home. But occasionally you get guys who, who think it's funny. Oh, fuck, I went so big last night. Oh, I feel so shit. Dude, no one else cares. Um, and, and now whoever's running the line, the instructors, the AIs, whatever, are now having to give you extra attention to make sure you don't shoot yourself or worse someone else. Um, you know, and, and then don't bitch. Oh, fuck, it's so hot. This is going on so long. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point um so sort of come prepared uh and then not related to that but this is a personal bugbear as well i have i have a segment when i'm teaching that when i'm working you don't do things like pick up cases uh and if my lips are moving i'm working there is nothing more fucking annoying than trying to teach someone something and they are more interested in picking up three fucking nine more cases off the ground than the thing they paid money to learn. Um, so I've gotten a dick about this now in Nigeria. I only let people pick up brass at the end of the day. But it is, you're not there to pick up brass. And if you shoot 200 rounds and you lose 200 cases, whoop-de-doo. Uh, that shouldn't be your biggest, if that's your biggest concern, the training you've done is really shit or you're stupid. Um, hopefully, you're not stupid. If you're listening to this, I don't have great hope for you uh and hopefully the training you, you're doing isn't shit so be engaged uh you know there, there's there's times for breaks and 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 most instructors will give you breaks to to hydrate i my one is always hydrate and sunscreen um, or hydrate your sunscreen or whatever hydrate uh, make sunscreen hydrate make sunscreen um and and then if you've got a chance pick up your cases but don't don't while the, the the person's trying to demonstrate something, trying to teach something, actively trying to inc- increase your knowledge, be digging in the dirt like a fucking chicken. So, the way that I treat um, tr- instructor training, not practice, but instructor training, where I'm paying and I'm going to go and learn specific skill sets, I include the cost of the ammo in its entirety in my tuition fee. So lots of guys walk away with a big smile on their face when I've been on course with them because I won't pick up a single case. Um, One, I don't want to be picking up cases during instruction. And two, because I want to be engaged for the entire day, I want to take as much as I can from the course. By the end of it, when the instructor goes, thank you very much, see you tomorrow, or thank you very much, see you whenever I host the next course, I go, sweet, it's beer o'clock. And I I pack my stuff, I want to go home, I want to go rest, I want to go think about the stuff that's been done. Uh, I don't want to spend uh, 40 minutes hunting down 300, like nine more cases. Um, Just if you can, I understand this is coming from a bit of a privileged sort of perspective, but... If you can include the cost of your ammo in the cost of your training, and I mean the entire thing, so case included, and just go with, I accept that I'm going to lose it. Um, 
it'll make your training experience so much better. Um, sort of half almost related to this. This is good student stuff still, but also uh, good safety stuff. If something's touched the ground, if you're on a, a line of shooters, it is effectively lost. It does not exist until the instructor goes, okay, it's safe. We can now pick stuff up. Um, as sort of, I've uh, assisted for T a time or two and having to stop people from bending forward to pick up a magazine whilst the student directly next to them is holstering their gun with this guy's now sticking his head is not a fun day for the guy who has to go, the fuck you doing? Um, so pay attention to the safety section at the start, but also pay attention to the specific range commands. When these sorts of things happen, instructors will generally go, we're going to drop mags. Don't pick anything up. Don't bend forward or whatever. Listen and follow those instructions sort of as if your life depended on because they kind of do. <laughs> I think one thing that we sort of miss with that that can be a little bit frustrating for everybody and especially you is if you're going to go to a course, please make sure that all of your equipment works. Amen. At least for the most part. I've, jeez, uh, a good handful of the classes that I've been to or had the, the privilege of going to have had at least one person with severe issues with the equipment during the day. That slows everything down for everybody. Uh, it makes it unpleasant for everybody. And it makes it probably especially unpleasant for you to have to deal with that while you could be learning all of these things. And now you're dealing with stuff that's not working. That quite simply should be working because I've never found it to be something that happened on the day or something that was easy to fix beforehand or know about beforehand. Yeah. Amen. Have, have ammo that works, you know, you, 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 you're spending say a grand for the tuition for the day. You need to buy 200 rounds. You don't reload. So you can buy 200 rounds of S and B and spend a thousand rand, or you can buy 200 rounds of brand X factory reloads and save 200 rand and then spend the day fighting with shit that doesn't work. Um, once again, I appreciate that the 200 rand has a, has a variable value, uh, but oftentimes it's not that people can't spend it. They just don't see the point. Uh, and then everyone else has to deal with the fact that your gear doesn't work. Um, you have to deal with the fact that your gear doesn't work and you're not getting your money's worth. That's a great point, guys. Um, sort of direct relation to that. Um, make sure your guns are zeroed before you get to the class. Some instructors will allow you the opportunity to confirm zero and then help you zero your guns. A lot of courses don't have time for that. They, uh, they assume that you're showing up with stuff that works and stuff that's zeroed. So show up with your stuff zeroed. Um, show up with any equipment you could possibly need to fix issues with your gun or preferably show up with a backup gun. I understand that's not possible for everyone, but if you have some competition pistol that uses some obscure optic with some obscure tool to zero it with or to take it off to replace the battery, and it uses some obscure obsolete battery, make sure that you show up with the tool and with the battery. Uh, it'll ruin your day if you don't show up with that stuff. You can't rely on other students or the instructor to have obscure part X that you need halfway through the day. 
Um, sometimes you get, you sort of luck out and someone happens to have something that'll work or that can be made to work. But in general, that's not going to happen. Um, show up with lube, show up with a gun that is lubed, preferably DVC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> preferably like motor oil out of your car is not, uh, the ideal um if you can show up with if it's sort of a carry class show up with the stuff that you actually use daily realistically use daily um don't show up with your plate carrier and your safari land als and you know stuff that you're not using if that is not the focus of the course um and then related to that, if you can show up with some backup gear, uh, I have seen, and I have personally done this too, holsters break in class and you don't have a spare and you're shooting a sick P229, which, you know, everyone has a spare 229 holster in their bag. So, you know, it's, it's no problem. Everyone has one. So you don't need to take a spare. Guess what? You need to take a spare. If you can take a spare, um, Try and take more magazines than the instructor says you need because they'll generally give you the minimum. Uh, just as a, if you only have two, you can attend this course. But if you have four, it's best to bring all four, right? It's, you're, we're not trying to pack light. You generally aren't work, like walking 600 kilometers to get to the range. Um, bring all the shit. You can leave it in the car, the stuff that's legal to take your ammo and your guns out. But all the other shit you can leave in the car. And, you know, if you need it, you, at least you've got it versus not having it and you lose out on a significant portion of the day's training. Yeah. Um, and then on a, on a non-equipment uh, sort of tech, sometimes, sometimes with a bigger group or whatever or with some techniques, you, you may find that the class gets broken up into relays or something. When the other relay is, is shooting, that isn't off time. That isn't time to chat to your mates about the rugby or, uh, you know, get on your phone and check Facebook. Watch what's being shown to the other group. It, it makes zero sense for you as a student for that stuff to have to be completely repeated verbatim because you didn't feel like paying attention um, because that cuts into time that you can be taught other stuff. So it's something we see quite often, you know, if, if, if once if, if the instructor's pointed something out to one student, we're showing them something. Pay attention. Uh, it may just be useful to you. And if they've if they've broken the the the, the group up into or the course up into into groups or relays or whatever, you will be given breaks. Um, as a rule, that doesn't mean that you need to now find excuses to, you know, if you get bored, you're not paying attention properly. You're not you're not listening. So. Watch what they're doing. What if while the other relay is shooting, watch them. They might be making mistakes that you've made that you can see better from the outside than internally. They might be doing things right. They might be doing something fucking dangerous that's been missed, and you can turn around and go, "Dude, you're going to shoot yourself." Um, you know, they they might be. You might see something cool. You might you might see that you know someone who's an amazing shooter do something amazing. You might spot that Charles forgot to put powder in his case. Um, there's all sorts of things, sorry, Shell. There's all sorts of things that, that you could spot if you were paying attention that would benefit you, uh, far more than checking Facebook. 
I think sort of related to that. And then I'll ask Gaz another question. Um, fucked. I've gotten. I, I added Gaz in there, and then I forgot what I wanted to say. <laughs> Fun time. So that love struck. I'm so love struck. I forgot what I wanted <laughs> to say. I'm <laughs> sure it'll come back to me eventually, um, but it hasn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> How about now? No, I'm, okay. that's fucking blank. So. <laughs> Mr. Ravens, anything you want to add on to, on to uh, that? No, I think we've covered a good basis on that, for sure. I think so. Yeah. I think that sort of stands out as uh, something we've missed. No, not, not at the moment. I might think of something just now again. <laughs> so we're both blank at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> at least we're not shooting blanks. I can't fucking remember what I want to say. Um, oh, oh, oh. It seemed about the guy at the place. Yes, that thing about the guy at the place. Next to the... No, yes. Not that guy, Gaz. We don't talk about that guy on the show. Uh, we never talk about that guy on the show. That guy's bad. Um, part of being a good student is uh, participating and sharing the work as well. Um, the instructor is there to teach you, and they might do a lot of the heavy lifting, but if you can help them replace targets... That's a really good thing to do. It speeds the class along a little bit. Uh, it might give you a couple of minutes to talk to the instructor while you're helping them do that about things either directly related to the course or some things that you're not understanding. Um, we understand that taking breaks is important and it's it's good for you and you need to sort of refocus and you need to have your drink of water and you need to reload your magazines, etc. Uh, but if you can try and assist in basic range duties on the day, um, it, it makes everything flow a lot more easily. And uh, at least the other people who are helping the instructor don't think you're an absolute cock for not helping. So, <laughs> due the to cool avoiding future with, training. The cool thing with that as well is if you do um, assist the, the instructor, there's a possibility that if you do get through the content fairly quicker or quicker, you might get through the entire course that the instructor wanted to actually do in the first place. Whereas if there's continual delays, you're not going to get, or there's a possibility you're not going to get through everything that that instructor wanted to teach you on that day. Yeah. It's a loss of value on your part as a class. That happens, you know, as an instructor, you go in and you go, I I have an idea of what I want to do in the day. Um, And we might have a case where, we get a group that's struggling a little bit and we don't get to do, we don't get to get to a couple of things because it just, we didn't get an opportunity to. Um, That's less likely to happen if everyone's engaged. Um, And that's not a skill level thing. That's everyone's engaged. Everyone's taking part. And yeah, guys, guys are buckling down. It's time to do targets and the targets are are going up. Um, you, You can then, Get everything you plan done done. Uh, sometimes you can you can give a couple little Easter eggs at the end that you wouldn't do ordinarily um, if if you've got the right class. Uh, sometimes you can finish a little bit early. You know you can see that everyone's sort of pulling amps a little bit, and and you can let them. You, you can get everything done in slightly less time. Um, there's no real downsides to it. Um, there's no real downsides to get everything getting everything done. Uh, sort of rapidly. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot to be said. Don't don't and also as a rule, just don't drag your feet. If 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 you get told cool, go go recharge mags, recharge mags. 
don't check your cell phone. Um, and, and on the whole cell phone thing, switch it to silent and, and, unless there's an emergency. You know, if you're a doctor on call, you probably should be on course. But, you know, I, I can understand you can a, a phone call from your, your your significant other or your kids or whatever, you may need to answer it quickly. But don't spend the whole course on your phone. Um, it's disrespectful. Uh, it's dangerous because you might miss something important. Um, and it's just a waste of everyone's time. Uh, another little weird one, and this is just a, a little bit of instructor insight. I've had on a couple of courses where I've turned around and gone, okay, guys, we're going to take five now. And the group goes, no, 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 let's let's carry on. We might be taking five so that I can take a drink because you've been in relays and have had a chance and I might actually need to hydrate. Or <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Huh? You need to teach. Teach. Teach it from my preach it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look look after the instructor, you know, if you wear him down early, you're going to lose out on value. And and something I've seen on a lot of close classes with a lot of instructors is, you know, chat to the dude. Uh, you know, you get some guys who're quite happy to sit through lunch and and talk shit with the group and and afterwards talk shit with the group. You know, I'll I'll, I'll always be the last person to leave the range. I'll I'll always try and uh, you know, sort of chat to the guys. And, and I've been lucky enough to, to train with some very clever instructors, unlike myself, um, who, who were quite happy to sort of through lunch. Sometimes it was a funny war story. Sometimes it was a little thing they noticed. Something was, was you know, it was something valuable. Um, so don't be scared to engage and, and you know, kind of ask questions if you've got questions or, you know, sometimes just listen, listen to what they have to say. And afterwards, if everyone's having a, uh, having a drink and, and, and having a chat, uh, there's often a couple of little interesting nuggets there that, that are valuable. Um, I've, I've picked up nuggets helping guys put targets up where I'm in the front helping an instructor put up a target and he, he'll say, oh, you know why we do this or you know why we do that or have you seen this? And there's, there are constantly opportunities to learn um, and, and it really is up to, up to you whether you take advantage of them or not. So when you go on a course, there's generally going to be a curriculum. Um, well, hopefully there's some sort of curriculum. It may be it may be written. It it, it may be um, a structure that the instructor is really comfortable with. But there's going to be some sort of curriculum. There are always other things there, um, and and I see it from from the teaching side. Some groups get more than other groups, and it's not a case of oh I don't like these people or I like these people. You just you, you get groups where. And it generally helps if there's a couple of guys who are quite um, switched on is probably the wrong term because it, it, they may not be super knowledgeable, but they're good students. They've, they've done the stuff we've discussed. They're, they're asking questions. And that'll often help with the momentum with the rest of the class. And those classes will often get – they get a better product. It's not to say that the other, the other classes don't get a good product, but those, those classes that are – are actively involved are getting more for their money. They're getting more than their money's worth uh, because it th that that two way communication is open. So you you can make that choice. You can go on the course and sit in the corner and and pretend at school where you sit in back of the classroom and hope you don't get noticed, or you can actively be trying to to learn things, actively be asking questions, taking part, and not being scared to be wrong. If the group gets asked, what do you think of X? And you go, well, I think 
why? And the instructor goes, what about this? Oh, shit, I didn't think of that. Well, you've learned something. But you've learned more by actually braining and, and getting involved than you have by, hopefully you won't notice me. We're not in high school anymore, people. And if you're in high school, you really shouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. The age restriction is higher than the, <laughs> your age. Um, <laughs> sort of related to that, um, instructors will push some people harder than others. Um, this is a good thing. Don't Don't take it as them picking on you. And don't take it as them not caring about your performance. So an instructor might, for instance, accept a run in six seconds from one student and go, gee, that was amazing. This is great. Keep going. And they might go with a student next to them who did it in three and a half seconds, go, dude, you're capable of more than this. Um, that's not them picking on you. And that's not them being uh, disinterested in the other student's performance that's them sort of tailoring the instruction to you as a student. Uh, that's very important. And if you want to be the dude who's getting pushed, you need to be the dude who's paying attention and working. Um, not to say that the people who, who, who perform to a slightly lower level than you aren't necessarily doing the work, but from what I've seen, Good instructors can tell whether you're slacking or struggling. And you'll get more if you're struggling and you'll get less if you're slacking. So, And, and, and six-second guy might also get pushed in a slightly different way. So if, yep. if six-second guy runs a 5.8, fuck, nice improvement. If, if 3.5-second guy who, who you know is a 2.5-second guy uh, runs a 3.25, well, dude, you, you're not – you know, you, you're capable of so much better. Um, that's, that's part of, it's part of the instructor's craft. Um, I, I, when, when I go on training courses, I, I, there's two things I pay attention to. One, one is obviously the, the course material. Um, that's why you're there. And then for me, a big thing is watching instructors. I, I love watching a good instructor teach. I could, I can watch a good instructor teach for ages. It, it's just, it's, it's awesome to see a good instructor teach. Um, you know, there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a few guys I've trained with who are, who are just amazing at, at adult education and, and sharing concepts. Um, and, and a good instructor is going to be able to tailor stuff to you. And, and, and that, that means that you may not be on the same level as the dude standing next to you. Um, who gives a fuck? It's not a competition. If you want to shoot competition, go shoot matches. Uh, but a good instructor is going to be able to, to teach you things, not just talk about things, but teach you things, show, show improvement. And, and to use Cornet's three and a half second and six second guys, which I believe is Cornet and Gaz, well, that's what the missus was telling me. Um, <laughs> I'm three and a half second guy. Right? <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> um, you, you may also find that, in, in that particular scenario, three and a half second guy gets down to that 325, and that's a massive achievement. Um, whereas six second guy gets down to four and a half seconds, and that's a good achievement, but it it wasn't, it was relatively a smaller jump. Um, but a good instructor is going to be pushing both of those guys to where they need to be and, and, and not 
making the wheels fall off and saying to six second guy, well, you suck because you can't do this in three seconds. Um, by the same token, he's not going to go around to three and a half second guy and go, well, you're awesome because you're two and a half seconds quicker than that dude. Um, if, if they know that they're capable of that. So it's a long roundabout way of saying it's, it's once again, a bit of you do you, you, you need to be focusing on yourself when you're doing a training course, you need to be focusing on what you can learn. You might be standing next to someone who crushes you. So what? By the same token and probably more damaging, you might be standing next to someone else who you crush. So fucking what? You can get better. No matter how good you are, you can get better. And you're not served by going, well, I just did this in three seconds and he did it in six seconds. Maybe it's the first time he's ever picked up a gun in his life. Um, maybe it's not. doesn't fucking matter. doesn't affect you. What you need to be focusing on is, okay, I did this in three seconds. How do I get this down to 2.9 seconds? I ran this drill on a 98. How do I do a 99 the next time? How do I do a 100 the next time? Um, and that's not about – I've seen guys on courses just get crushed because dudes happen to be – place himself between two uh, – I remember a course we did with with a, a very well-known um, international instructor – where, where a relatively new dude stuck himself between like two really experienced shooters and, and you could just see him get smaller and smaller and smaller uh, because he kept on looking at what they were doing and he was learning, he was improving, but he's like, fuck, and who cares about the dudes around you? You're there for your improvement. So as long as you're improving, and 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 this is once again a bit of a roundabout thing. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little bit more focused when I teach, not much. Um, <laughs> well, you often won't see the improvements in yourself that the instructor will in the day. So I get that all the time. I watch guys at the beginning of the day. I watch them at the end of the day, and they're different people. They're, 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 the gun hand looks different, and they haven't noticed it because. You know, you don't notice yourself getting fat because you see yourself every day. <clears throat> I don't know why I use that example. Um, <laughs> you, you during that day may not notice that you went from trying to draw the gun by like looking vaguely where the gun is and then digging your hand around and eventually getting it out. And, okay, how do I grip this thing getting the gun out? And by the end of the day, yeah, you might not have a 0.47 draw. But you may be in a position where on the draw command, you're getting the gun out, the gun's coming out fluidly, there's there's no hitches, there's no mistakes. You're not noticing that. Um, oftentimes, the instructor can see that. So sometimes you've got to give yourself a little bit of credit as well. And, and sometimes that's part of being a good student as well, is is allowing yourself not, not to get all big-headed and look, you know, look how good I am, but allowing yourself to appreciate that Shit, yeah, I have actually improved a little bit here. I have I have gotten, you know, look at it at the end of the day, and this is something we've discussed in other courses. At the end of the day, what do you know now? What do you understand now that you didn't understand at the beginning of the day? If your answer is, well, he really fucked us up, well, he probably wasn't a great instructor, if that's your only answer. If, if you can go, well, shit, so, it might be a case of, shit, there's so much, actually, I, don't know, I, I, I need a day or two to think about it. But as long as you, you you've moved forward, well, then you've you've learned, haven't you? Absolutely. Um, some key things in there: um, the dude next to you does not care how you shoot. You shouldn't care how the dude next to you shoots. 
Um, it is important to pay attention to what the instructor tells them to improve what they're doing because there's a learning opportunity there, but their absolute performance has no bearing on your life. So whether they can shoot a perfect 10x at 25 or if they can shoot sort of all sevens on a B8 at three meters does not matter, right? It does not matter to you. And the fact that you can shoot all X's at 25 on a B8 does not mean that you're the dude who can do the fastest ball draw necessarily, right? It does not mean that you're the guy with the sort of best draw from concealment there, right? Everyone's going to have slightly different skills and you might be sort of quote unquote crushing everyone in, in a specific skill, but there's probably going to be other things on that course where the dude who you like, Oh, I'm crushing him. I'm so much better is going to destroy your soul through his ability to do something that you just can't. Um, which is why the dude next to you, his performance does not matter. Listening to how he, he can improve based on what the instructor tells him really good to hear. Don't care about his actual performance. It's the same thing in competition. Um, competition obviously has a lot more sort of competitiveness to it, but in it's reality, the, the other dudes don't give a fuck how you shoot, right? They care about where they rank relative to you at the end of the day. They don't give a fuck how the stage went. Um, I mean, your, your mates might care because they want to go fuck great job or Jesus, dude, what the fuck was that? <laughs> right. The, but uh, once they've had the laugh or the, the congratulatory sort of thing, they don't care anymore. Right. It's over. So let that stuff go. It doesn't matter. Um, something I want to just touch on before we throw it back to you guys and see if there's anything else we've missed. Uh, Gaz spoke about looking after your instructor earlier. Um, I've locked up shooting ranges with Tarek a lot. All once. A lot. I've also locked up shooting ranges with Adrian uh, and, and some other instructors. Um, I understand they don't necessarily need help locking up. But when it's seven o'clock at night, you're leaving a shooting range in the middle of nowhere. It's pitch black and you're the only dude there and you have to manage the gate and close it. That is not fun. It's really uncomfortable. You're coming out of a shooting range. People know there's guns there. If they really want to target you, that would be an excellent opportunity. So don't just go, thanks instructor and fuck off. Um, at least try and stick with them until you know that they can safely leave the range. Uh, with you in convoy, preferably until you get to the main road and then do your own thing. But uh, try and not abandon them. It's it's not a nice thing to... Uh, it's not fun standing there uh, needing to do that on your own. So look after your instructor. Back rubs always a good idea. Sun kisses get you uh, extra Sun credit kisses. in class. Head tickles are always nice and it's just gently in the hairline. <laughs> Derek's a liar. He he really likes sort of shoulder massages, but oh, you did not hear that from me. But Kone uh, does them so well. You're gonna you're gonna struggle to reach his his standards. But you should try. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Evans, anything we've missed? Anything you can think of? Anything we need to to add? No, not not anything from my side that particularly stands out. I think we've covered a good good amount of information and this should definitely give guys a better idea on on what to expect and maybe a couple of learning opportunities on some new things that they could do when they go to the next course and try and get more benefit from it there's a lot of good to learn absolutely 
T-Bag, anything we've missed? Anything you want to add? I'm sure there is, but I can't think of anything. I think we've covered quite a bit. Cool stuff. Mr. Evans, you want to uh, tell the people how to join the club? Sorry, I had to clear my throat. See, I'm muted. <laughs> okay, so thanks to everyone for all of their support. Thanks to the guys who are getting to the drill of the month. Keep those coming in. Um, I should be getting to mine during the course of next week. That will give me enough room to do it more than once this month. Yes. Um, okay, so thanks to everyone for all of their support. Thanks to all of our listeners. Um, keep the feedback coming. If you've got any questions or maybe some show topic ideas that you'd like to listen to, uh, some questions that would help you send them through. We'll have a look at them, probably cover them. Um, and if you want to be a part of the club, the rules have changed slightly at the moment. Please get your submissions in before the, the next um, due date. And um, in order to get honorary membership, you're going to have to jump in and uh, give us a five-star rating. At least. Damn straight. At least, At least, yeah. Yes. At least. I'm still waiting for someone to do a six star. So, ah. I mean, get on it, guys. <laughs> uh, just a quick thing. Um, with regards to this, this month's drill of the month, it's still a work in progress. So, the, the more of you that can do it and give us times, the better. I'd really appreciate it. It just lets us, um, you know, maybe make some adjustments and, and streamline the, the scoring and that. So, uh, if as many of you as possible can do that, uh, you know, if you want to do it multiple times with multiple guns and all of that, uh, once again, remember the, the cold one is the one that counts, but if you've got a chance to do it three or four times in the day, do it three or four times and just make note, uh, just so, so that we can, I can improve that drill, uh, over a little bit of time. Cool stuff. I have someone who, uh, who wants to go to the range with me again, so I'll print off some targets and, uh, see if I can get him to run this particular draw and then i'll get an opportunity to go and run it uh again Fantastic. and uh, and get some some better well not not some better data but some uh some additional cold cold data yeah yes should be good fantastic so that bombshell later losers <laughs>